And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. This is the last Sharknado, Sharknado 6. It's about time. Yeah, that's the title. The last Sharknado, It's About Time, which premiered on Sci-Fi last Sunday. Yeah. And we watched it when it aired. Uh Uh-huh. And Alistair completely forgot it immediately. Well, the next day after that, basically. Or then the next day after that, when the first day we got home. That was like four days later. Yeah. Yeah. So we rewatched it again five days after the premiere, I think it was. But the problem was not that the movie's necessarily forgettable, which it may be. But the problem was that we were on vacation. We were actually in a hotel about... 10 minutes outside of Sleepy Hollow, New York, when we watched this, and we had just driven the previous day, like, 8 to 10 hours, 8 hours, maybe, and then another, like, 5 or 6 hours that very day that Sharknado 6, the last Sharknado, It's About Time, premiered. So, we'd been on the road a lot, and we were on vacation and just too darn tired to really let this thing sink in. Al was like a zombie during it. Oh, yeah. And we were on vacation, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about the vacation. Should we do that? Yeah. Because we did some creepy things, mm-hmm. some creepy cadaver-casty kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, first... In the last Sharknado... Well, hold on. Why is it important that we do the last Sharknado? I mean, for this show, that's important, right? Yeah. Why is that important? Because Sharknado actually got the show into what this is right now. In what way? If you didn't watch the Sharknado 1? Sharknado 1 or... I don't know. But the Sharknado 1 with me and Dad and Joe on Joe's podcast. Oh, listen to it, you mean. Listen to it. Unquote, unquote, guilty. This is kind of introducing it. A little more, since Sharknado actually made this a podcast. Well, it was the first podcast you recorded. Yeah. When you were four. Mm Mm-hmm. And that inspired me for a podcast. Yeah. Since, yeah. And one of our first episodes on our show was recording about Sharknado 4. Sharknado The Fourth Awakens? Yeah. Yeah. So we did that one for the show. We also did Sharknado 5, which was Sharknado 5 Oh Hell No, I think it was Yeah, called. yeah. Yeah. So we did that one. But yeah, Sharknado has been a part of the show from the start. It was how we got our start. So we had to do an episode on the final one. Yeah. Since we've done one, we've done one on Joe's podcast, Sharknado 1. The Fourth Awakens and 
Um, Sharknado 5? Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, I think you mean heck. Yes. Oh, heck no. And uh, today is... I, it's a weird... We, this is a weird title for me. The last Sharknado, it's about time. Yeah, the, which is a play on time. words. Yeah. And so is that the part that was kind of confusing yeah, you? Yeah, the play on words part. Yeah, like, it, it's about time to do Sharknado 6. And like, yeah, it's, it's about a, time for the last one. Like, it's about time these are over. Yeah, and like, and they're like traveling in time. Yeah, it's a, it's a play on words. Yeah. And they're going back in time to save the universe? Yeah, save the world. Not necessarily the universe. Though Sharknados have been in space, or sharks have been in space from Sharknados. They haven't really taken over the universe, but they've ruined the world, right? That's how Sharknado 5 ended. Quick recap, Sharknado 5, they accidentally tapped into, like, the Sharknado force, unleashed Sharknados around the world, the world ended, and then in the end of the movie... Finn's son, Gil, comes back from the future to send Finn through time so that they can stop the first Sharknado. Uh-huh. And maybe save the world. Yeah. I would say my first disappointment with the last Sharknado starts there at the end of the fifth movie. Because the fifth film ends with Gil coming back to meet Finn. But Gil's all grown up. Uh-huh. Do you remember who plays him? No. It's Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren played Gil in the end of the fifth movie. And so going into the sixth movie, I was like, this is going to be the best movie. Have Ian Ziering and Dolph Lundgren traveling through time, fighting sharks. Wow, this is going to be great. Problem. No, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he's gone. He's just out. You know, he pieced after the fifth movie. And he's not in this one. There's like a little hologram, which is supposed to be Dolph Lundgren. I can't imagine that's him at all, but he's gone, so we don't get the Dolph Lundgren, and that is a huge bummer. But this was amazing at the first time travel, the first Sharknado, and the, like, 100 or more foot shark that ate a dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. This movie, okay, so immediate disappointment, Dolph Lundgren's not there. I was sad, right? And then the movie goes into a title sequence. You remember the title sequence with the cartoon? Yeah, and I like my favorite part of that. I have two favorite parts when, like, the zombie sharks and um, getting their heads cut off. Okay. And the Nazi take off the mask. Nazi shark punch to death. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Hitler and they pull Hitler's face off and there's a shark underneath and then they punch him to death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty great. But that the whole style of that, I don't know if you noticed this, the whole style of the opening there, the animated opening, was like kind of a Scooby-Doo cartoon, like an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon. And that was neat, I thought, to do Uh like a Hanna-Barbera opening. Once you get into the movie, you get about a half hour into the movie, you realize that's an appropriate opening because the best way to describe this movie right off the bat is as a sort of Hanna-Barbera cartoon, really. I mean, it's just complete random episodes strung together as a movie yeah and so yeah they are back in time right finn's back in time you said there's dinosaurs so they go back to dinosaur time first of all like the last dinosaur time sure no not jurassic 
Like Triassic? Yeah, Triassic. Okay, maybe. I don't remember that specifically, but I trust you. And there's a hundred foot shark and there's a Sharknado and they have dinosaurs and Sharknados and pterodactyls. Or pterodons. And there's also the one 100 foot shark. It's, I think, maybe in the Sharknado. No, it just kind of pops up and eats a shark. Or it just kind of pops up and eats a dinosaur. (laughs) Yes. And there was like a dinosaur looking shark that blowed up with meteors. That kind of looked like a dinosaur or something. Yeah, they basically travel through time in this movie, encountering Sharknadoes in different time periods, different eras, and then having to stop those Sharknadoes in the hopes that eventually they'll be able to reset the future. Like, yeah. this is what they're trying to accomplish, right? Do, I mean, mm-hmm. is is there a better way to explain it? I think that's the best way to explain it, Dad. Yeah, they're trying to reset the events of Sharknado. Basically, they're trying to prevent all of the Sharknado movies from kind of happening, right? Yeah. Which is sad for Finn because he's... Going through time because of his son, Gil, and he didn't get to see Gil grow up. And he's following Gil kind of through time and still not getting to see him. And the bummer of it for Finn is even if they succeed, there's a chance that Gil won't have existed. So that's really sad, right? There's kind of a sad family element to it, which is nice. (laughs) But yeah, ultimately, they're trying to reset things and they don't know exactly what's going to happen. But when I say they, it's not just Finn, right? It's all of them. All of who? Um, Finn, April, what was the other two? Do you remember the... There was, uh, what's his name? Judah Friedlander's character, I think. And I don't remember his character's name. He was from number two. He was the one that was at the baseball game with them and got killed in the subway. If you are well-versed in the Sharknado movies, which Al and I are because we rewatched all of the Sharknado movies last week leading up to this. Then there's also Nova. Yeah. And Sky. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing is of course they died. So how did they get here? How were they helping out this time? Um because they got traveled. I don't know how Sky died. She got well she got electrocuted then launched into the Sharknado and bit in half by a shark in number 2. And so- that's Vivica A Fox's character. But when she got zapped, she traveled back in time. Who who traveled them back in time? Who sent them back in time? Gil. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, it was Gil. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one time it wasn't Gil since Gil was the tiny baby. So it was just the wings. Yeah, he programmed those wings. There's basically like a, a time travel component that he installs in some wings, like uh, pilot's wings in order for them to be able to travel back in time Mm -hmm. or travel through time. He's like set coordinates and they basically have to time jump. They have to fight different Sharknados and then time jump to another era and then fight more Sharknados. Yeah. It's really cool at the end. I'm not going to... I'm just saying it's really cool at the end. I'll I'll go with you on that. I wanted to talk about it, but I was like, oh, right. Don't talk about it. I always do that when I was little. I know. We've come a long way since talking about Sharknado 1 and 4. And I would like, 
skip all the way to the end on basically every movie we did. You still kind of do that sometimes, but you're getting you're getting better with it. Yeah. Yeah. What are the other time periods they go to? So they do dinosaur times. Oh, the castle time, whatever it is. Yeah, knights. Yeah. Like knights. medieval period. But it's they actually go to Camelot and What's Cam? Camelot. <laughs> What's Cam? Yeah, they go to Cam a lot. No. Camelot is the name of the place. <laughs> oh. It's the like fictional uh kingdom of King Arthur and Merlin the Wizard and they have magic and there's dragons and stuff there. Uh but the dragons are first the Pterodon or Pterodactyl, which is named Terra and April rides it. April who's played by Terra Reed. So you have Terra ridden by Terra. Then there's she actually feeds the dinosaur apples. I guess he uh, did she? Yeah. yeah, at the in the dinosaur time, oh, she actually cool. puts her hand out with the apple. Then the dinosaur comes and eats the apple whole. Oh, interesting. No, I don't remember that. But there's magic in this time period, and so they go into like this fictional magical realm, which is apparently canon for the Sharknado universe. Like, King Arthur was real in that universe. Or he wasn't, because when they travel through time, things get messed up every time. They're changing history, changing the course of events, trying to prevent Sharknados. Yeah. Do you remember who plays Merlin? Merlin? Who's Merlin? The wizard? No. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Why is that important? Do you remember? No. He's a scientist. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he's like a scientific wizard, basically. He uses science. And he worked with Gil. Uh, what's her name? Marine, Marina Sirtis? But she was uh, Deanna Troy on Star Trek The Next Generation. She shows up in this part, too. And it's the time of nights. There's the sword in the stone. And Finn pulls it out of the stone and destroys the shark Dragonado. Yeah, because there's this other yeah, there's this other sorceress who turns the sharks into dragons and they spit fire. But there's something special about the sword in the stone. What is it? It's like a saw, basically. Yeah, it's a, a chainsaw s- thing. Because of course, chainsaws and fighting sharks—that's Finn's shtick. Yeah, and it's not just a sword, not just a chainsaw. It shoots lightning out of the top and destroys the dragon Sharknado. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of fighting there, a lot of, you know, people being squashed by sharks, all that kind of stuff. And also getting dragon breathed to death. Yeah, because they spit fire, which is cool. They're doing some time-specific stuff with the Sharknados there, so that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. Then, okay, so mm-hmm. skip that. They leave that time period, and what's the next one? Um, where the Americans are fighting the British, I yes, guess. Yes, the, the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Absolutely. So... And they actually think the, um, the British controls the Sharknado. They, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, they end up with Ben Franklin and George Washington. There's nothing particularly of note about that Sharknado. Yeah. No, they just have to, like, fight it with cannons. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, is that all there is to say about that? They leave the one guy behind, Brian. Brian's Brian. the guy's name yeah. from the second and movie. And he says, do you have a taco here? <laughs> yeah, he and that's tacos. He stays for, for reasons and ends up on the $1 bill 
for reasons later on. I don't know. But he stays in revolutionary times. There's this whole bit where Nova wants to get a letter to her grandfather, who we mm-hmm. learned in the first movie died. Uh-huh. That comes back into play later. Moving on. Notice I'm trying to rush us through this because there's there's not a heck of a lot to talk about that one. Then they go to what time period? Cowboy time period. Yeah. And Billy the Kid's there. And so is D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. He plays an evil sheriff guy or whatever. Basically. But never mind that. What happens there? There's some good stuff in this time period. Yeah. Sharks with gun hands in their mouth. Yeah, that's the best bit for sure. And then sure. Billy the Kid says, I'm not dead yet. Then a hammerhead shark squashes him. Then, uh, what? Sky. Sky says, now you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. He, like, goes to shoot Finn and the shark bites his arm off, and then the arm, Billy the Kid's arm, is in the shark's mouth, flying through the air, and then it's firing at Finn. <laughs> that's a good That's a good bit. Yeah, it's like the shark is with Billy the Kid. Yeah, yeah. And then another oh, shark... He, dis- he disarms him, and then is armed. That's interesting. He's armed through disarmament. Hmm. There's a thing there. Okay. <laughs> It's like the shark is with Billy the Kid trying to destroy Finn. Yeah. Oh, and of course there's tons of Back to the Future references uh, in this movie. A ton of them. Yeah. And and another shark's not on Billy the Kid's side and like and squashes the shark. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean squashes Billy the Kid. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Billy the Kid gets squashed. Um, any other good stuff in that segment? Um I like when the carriage from the revolutionary time flies from the sky into the middle of the evil sheriff guy in Billy the Kid's both of their battle together. Yeah. And then Finn comes out and get goes into jail and... So you like the whole part. Basically. <laughs> yeah, that one's got a pretty clear structure to it. That sequence yeah. is one of the better ones. Like I said, it's like a cartoon. It's like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Yeah. Every 20 minutes, basically, every 15, 20 minutes, they change time periods. There's a new Sharknado, new people to meet, new people to convince to help them to fight the Sharknado. They fight the Sharknado. They go through time. Repeat. It's just the same thing over and over and basically. over again. But um, the cowboy time period was like the most memorable time period. Yeah, it's one of them for sure. But there's some really good bits then when they skip ahead to the uh, 60s or whatever. 60s? Which Where one? they're doing the... the Do the beat. shark. Yeah, yeah. Do, say it again. Do the shark. Do the shark. Do the shark. Yeah, they're, they're doing... Uh, there's like a, you know, uh, Frankie and Annette beach blanket bingo kind of a yeah. dance routine thing with a with a band on the beach and they're surfing and all these hip cats or whatever doing their their fancy shark dance it's number one top of the charts gilbert Gottfried shows up there too he does i didn't realize that yeah he's the guy who is the reporter he was also in the fourth one he's the one who keeps going it's a cow nato he's yeah. that's him so what happens in this sequence there's some good stuff here too uh, in like gills of not gill sorry finn's parents are oh, fighting yeah. the shark nero not Shark Nero. The Shark Nero. <laughs> Skinny <gonna> Shark. <laughs> I'm gonna say, say Shark Nero. Shark Nado. Also, there's surfing sharks. 
Yeah, that's probably oh, the best bit. This is, how, this is how it goes. A guy's surfing, the shark eats the guy, then sur- surfs onto land at a lady. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit. I like that one a lot. Also, they have Gilbert Godfrey do one more silly tornado name, which if you listen to our episode on Sharknado 4, Joe and I were not crazy about that stuff, but I thought it was funny here having the one last reference. Because he says, do you remember what, what he calls it? Oh, yeah. There's a cow. There's another. No, 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 no. In this one, what does he call this um, This one? I don't know. It's a shark and roll NATO. Oh, yeah. Then That's he gets, pretty good. Before he says NATO, I think he gets eaten by a shark. Yeah, then he gets eaten by a shark. Yeah. So Gilbert Gottfried gets to be eaten by a shark in this one. Good for you, Mr. Gottfried. And then, uh, but yeah, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, listeners, if you have no interest in watching the Sharknado movies and just listen to our rundowns of them, one of the funniest things about the parents of Finn in that sequence is that his mom is played by Tori Spelling, which doesn't mean anything to you, Alistair, but But Tori Spelling, what were Um, you going to say? The person that plays Finn was another character, and the person that plays the mother... They were in the high school together. In a different uh, show. Yeah. Yes. In Beverly Hills show. 90210. Uh-huh. And she asked, you look familiar. Didn't we go to high school together? <laughs> that was yeah. one of the jokes of the movie. That's a nice a nice reference, you know, because it actually is uh, a reference that works as an extra textual reference. It's outside of the film itself because it's referencing the show, referencing who she is and who he is as real people outside of the movie, but it also is... A joke. It's a Well, it's a reference that narratively makes sense, too, because, you know, he does look familiar to her because it's her son. She just doesn't, you know, know him yet because she doesn't have a kid yet. So he would look kind of familiar to her because he's a combination of her and her husband genetically, or her future husband, but... So it works on a narrative level. It works on an extra textual level. I've explained it too much. Whatever. Let's move on. Let's move on. Then they get into the car. Then they drive into Francisco. Yeah, so they drive into Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. San Francisco. Yes. But they didn't mean to go to San Francisco. Nova tricked him. Uh-huh. Ooh, why would she do that? Is Nova a bad guy? No. She wants to save her grandpa from getting eaten by sharks. Yeah. And, you know, her, her whole storyline, her character story, is that she hates sharks because her grandpa and everybody on this trip got eaten by sharks, and that ruined her life. And even Nova got eaten by sharks. Well, in this one, yes. In the... Well, she died in the fifth one by being irradiated or something. She there was like the nuclear NATO or the toxic shark NATO or something, and it she died it because wasn't of that. Shark NATO. It was like the, oh, it was like the, the ball. Yeah, the yeah. ball of sharks into like the giant shark eating everything in its way. Yeah, yeah, like in critters. Yeah, or critters too, rather. Um, not that you've seen those movies, but you will. See Critters mm-hmm. soon enough. It's coming out on Blu-ray. We'll probably One. do an episode about it because it's frankly been our most requested episode, like, ever. So Yeah. 
So I'm gonna we're gonna let Al sort of dip his toes into critters and see dip his toes into critters. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, test test the uh, proverbial waters and see if if he can make it through it. If we have to turn it off, then no episode. But if we make it through it, episode. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't, if I watch some of the movies and I don't watch one of the other movies, we can just record about those movies. Oh, sure. I meant, like, like, record about just the first one. Might as well do separate episodes if we can. But, anyway, moving on. San Francisco, Frank and Cisco. (laughs) Frank Frank and Cisco Monkey Farm, uh, where Nova's trying to save her grandpa. And... uh, Who I believe is a Brady kid, but... Whatever. Whatever. She gets eaten, though. Yeah. She gets eaten by sharks. She... April gets eaten by sharks because she's trying to mess with the timeline. You know, the problem is if she saves her grandpa, she may not end up working for Finn. She may not end up fighting the Sharknado. She may not start the sisterhood of the Sharknado. She may not end up finding the cave where they find the thing that caused the end of the world, but also caused gill to go through time and thereby save the world so like it creates a time paradox her trying to save her grandpa but the april head gets dropped to the bottom of the sea april and oh um, yeah well that's good that's something we didn't mention so you've got april's alive but finn still has the head of the robot april from the fifth movie uh uh-huh then the robot head april falls into the bottom of the sea. April and... Okay. Nova. April and Nova fall and get eaten by sharks. Uh Uh-huh. And what time period do they go to after that? They go to the year... Accidentally, or so it seems, they go to the year 2013. On accident. Or so it seems, because it turns out that they were pulled there. From the past. By who? The April robot head. Yeah. So it's it's the future. Robot April runs the world, controls the world. She can travel through time. And she's uh-huh. evil now. Uh-huh. And Finn and what's the other one that goes there with? Sky. Sky? Um, then a flying robot shark flies after them. Finn says, maybe that's how sharks um, have evolved all these years. Then Sky says, what about how humans have evolved? Then, like, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of Aprils come in. Yeah, and, it, like, like with 20 guns. Aprils. Yeah, oh, more than 20 Aprils. Yeah, like, the whole in. planet is populated by flying robot sharks and Aprils. And then Sky says, it's Planet of the Aprils. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's silly. But the future is being controlled by this robot April who's cloning April. She pulled April, like real April, from the past and is cloning her. She pulls Finn from the past and is cloning him, or wants to clone him, rather. And is Finn cool with that? No, because she says every queen needs a king Mm -hmm. because she wants to make... Finn Troopers and April Troopers. Oh, no. But Finn, actually, this is really, there's, sorry, let's talk more about where we just wanted to. Sorry. No, keep keep going, man. What do you got to say? Um, then Sky gets turned into, like, 
a brick thing? Oh, yeah, like she's frozen in carbonite, like Han Solo in Star Wars. Yeah, from the Queen April. Uh-huh, so she freezes Sky. Now Sky's dead, basically, so then it's just Finn. Mm-hmm. What happens? Then April comes up, I think. Real April, human April. Yes. She's not human, actually. Oh, well, there's the robot one, and then there's the live human April who's frozen. Mm -hmm. She's, like, in that containment unit thing. Uh Uh-huh. Then she wakes up, comes out, fights the queen April. Uh Uh-huh. It's April from... The robot April. Yeah. Yeah. Before she got squashed by, um... Part of a spaceship in number three. Yes. Uh Mm-hmm. And she got roboted back to the whatever time. Okay, so then what happens? Then she starts fighting the Queen April. Uh huh. Then she um gets. There's a, it's a complicated fight. It does. Yes, it doesn't matter too much. It's really complicated. One of the most complex fights in the series for sure. And then Finn goes back in time. Mm-hmm. Right. He uses the power that the robot April from the future has to make one trip back into the past. The problem is they're supposed to only be able to travel into the past once, but he's able to use this future power to travel back one more time. Where does he go? To the way, way beginning, to the beginning of the whole series. Yeah, the very first Sharknado in Sharknado 1. Yeah. But the very, very beginning where it, like, opens. Yeah, he goes back to the hook of Sharknado the first. Yeah. And we're at the fishing pole. The fishing pole? Like the end of the Sharknado thing. Uh-huh. He just said the hook. Oh. Then the rest uh-huh. of the string. Uh-huh. Then the fishing pole. Then the fishing pole. pole would be the end. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's the hook and it's the pole. Yeah, I got you. I see where you're going with that. Some interesting wordplay going on. Hooky pole. And he teams up with this guy, destroys sharks. The the boat captain from the beginning of the first movie. He teams up with him. They also have the robot, like, head of April from the past before she went crazy and started trying to take over the future, right? She Uh got pulled up from the bottom of the sea. And then Finn's there to save her this time. Mm-hmm. Problem. They um, got to stop this Sharknado, right? This is the first Sharknado. Mm-hmm. But who shows up? Gil. Gil. Mm. Then he but says... There's, yeah, what does he say? Not Sepaparatus Shepherd prepared. He says Semper Fidelis. A shepherd is always faithful. But that is not the shepherd motto. Who is it? Is it really Gil? It's the April that wants to take over the world way, way later. Yeah, it's the robot April from the future come back to stop Finn from stopping the Sharknado. Because she wants her king. And so then the robot April head and then the robot April from the future. It's a time paradox. It doesn't make much sense. It doesn't matter. No. Whatever. It's a silly movie. But this is funny. But, like, he makes a time period where... Things from shows or way things from the way past come in from a portal. Yeah, Even yeah. Hitler's arm gets chomped off by yeah, a shark. Yeah, Hitler shows up. Uh, they have, basically, they're trying to stop the Sharknado, but they get sucked in and it creates a, because they're destroying this Sharknado, time starts to collapse in on itself. 
So you get like a uh, David Lopan flying around. You who just says I'm in big trouble in Little China for no reason. You got a Hitler in there, <laughs> and then starts chopping. Yeah, sharks. you get like boxers. You got airplanes. You got uh, people from all different time periods. Guests who I couldn't even recognize because they were flying by the screen so fast. Everything's collapsing in on itself. Yeah, and there's only one hope. Finn. As usual, yeah. Finn and April Head. And April's head. Since April Head gets eaten by a shark, comes out from the shark mouth, uses her April eyes, and zaps the giant, 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 like, ginormous shark. The evil robot April's in. It's really convoluted, I know. Evil robot April's in a giant shark. One of the sharks that... Evil April makes the yeah, robot Yeah, and then shark. you got April Head is in another shark's mouth, <laughs> blasts her, blows her up. Then kisses April Head. Who does? Finn, Dad said making up with a shark. Making out with a shark, yeah, because yeah, he's kissing the April Head, which is in the mouth of a shark. <laughs> it looks really goofy, but that causes her to, like, self-destruct, which will either destroy the universe or... Or repair time. And it repaired time back to Finbar. Mm. Because it's called Finn. Yeah. So Finbar. It's Finn's bar. Yeah. And who's there? Finn and April and everyone. Basically. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone at the bar. Everyone's there. Except for David Hasselhoff, who's not in this movie for some reason. And yeah, like everybody's there, you know, all of their friends and family. Everybody's Mm -hmm. at the bar. Even basically everybody that got killed yeah. in the first movie. They're all alive. Sky's on TV. Yeah. yeah. The Sky from Cowboy Version. Cowboy Sky Version. Okay, sure. So, yeah. Since it's not the Sky from... Not um, Sky. She's the same person. Yeah. Like, but she's alive. Everybody's alive. Uh-huh. And it's a happy ending, right? Mm-hmm. They undid the Sharknado. They stopped the Sharknados from happening. But Gil's not there. Uh, except he will be soon because April is pregnant with Gil. Uh-huh. But She's nobody gonna... remembers anything, right? It's as though it never happened. Everyone lives happily mm-hmm. ever after. But still a shark just flies at the window. <laughs> a shark smashes into the window. Yeah, absolutely. Funny. That's really, really funny. So what did you think of it, buddy? The last Sharknado. I liked it. Yeah, it's a nice ending, a happy ending. Wrap up the whole series. It's super silly. The movie has basically no structure. It's just, like I said, it's like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Repeat the same formula again and again and again until it's over. But it was fun. Yeah, it was really fun. And I think it's a nice way for the series to go out. A series that I know is not held in particularly high esteem or high regard, but we enjoyed we enjoyed it a lot since it made this podcast a podcast like I've said three times. <laughs> yeah. So if you like our podcast, you can't be too hard on Sharknado, I suppose. Yeah, because that made this a podcast because this is the fourth time I said this. Yep, there you go. Ugh. Fourth time. And please. The last Sharknado at last. Alistair, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> What's your beastly best? What What do you think is the best monster moment in I here? I think the best moment is when they pull off Hitler's mask, then it's a, a Hitler shark punched <laughs> to death. <laughs> sure. 
during the animated. I like when Billy the Kid gets his arm bit off and then the shark oh, is yeah. shooting with Billy the Kid's arm. <laughs> I think that's pretty Finn, cool. And then get squashed by a hammerhead shark. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my beastly best. It's not a spooky movie. Did you have any uh, tickled funny bones moments? Um, in yeah. In particular? The, it's Planet of the Aprils. Yeah, that was the hardest we laughed. I would go with you on that. What do you think is the best Sharknado movie? Best Sharknado movie. I think I, would, I actually have three. Or, oh, my no, goodness. I'm not. So you're going to name three, half the movies. No, not three, but three. Oh, number and, three? Three and five. Since I like a sentence from three. I'm not saying I like the whole movie. <laughs> you like a line? Yeah, the but my favorite was um five because... It's the most Sharknados we've had. There's a ton of Sharknados. You get the, like, giant rolling ball of sharks and stuff. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren shows up. I think five probably is the best. I would would agree. What do you think is the worst one? Worst? What? There is no worst Sharknado. (laughs) You think they're all the best? Yeah. They're really good. I would say two is kind of dull. Four is, four is pandering a little too much for my tastes. Two. I mean, two might as well just be one again, just in New York. Mm-hmm. So I think two is yeah. kind of pointless. Yeah, two is basically the same thing as one, just repeated yeah. just in New York. Yeah, it's it's just the same stuff again, really. Yeah. But um, it's still a good movie. It's still fun. We had fun watching them all, rewatching them this last week. We watched one a day, Monday through Friday. Then watch the other one, one Sunday. One, two, three, four, and five. All yep. five days. Then we watched The Last Sharknado in, uh, just outside of Terrytown in Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Al, did you want to say anything about our vacation? Um, we did a couple creepy things. We yeah. went to the ocean and stuff, but we did a couple. Ran across, we didn't, ran across one bridge, ride it across the second horseman bridge. Rode across. Then yeah. looked at the third one since the third one we saw... Or the first one we saw. And what what kind of horsemen are you talking here? The headless horsemen. Yeah, so there are like three bridges. There are two that are like officially headless horsemen bridges in Sleepy Hollow. The original one doesn't exist anymore, but there is like a little stretch of road over a creek that's like got a sign saying this is the headless horseman bridge or whatever. And then there's one in the cemetery by the old dutch church there in sleepy hollow the Uh the cemetery where washington irving is buried and there's a bridge there that's probably more like what yeah well definitely more like what the uh actual headless horseman bridge he was writing about would have been but it's not the original by any means because it's like long and broken and stuff oh no you're talking about the one by the gift shop no i'm talking about the one in the cemetery the one we got to run across Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, we chased each other across the bridge and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Trying to catch each other before we got to the other side. That was Mommy a good time. Mommy tried and chased me. I tried and chased Mom. Every I'm, permutation of the family. Dad actually catch me one time. Yeah. I caught Dad, like, almost every time. Oh, I know. You're so fast. <laughs> I, oh, boy. Only one time he got away. One time. You're one spooky dude, I tell you. So that was fun. We had a good time there in Sleepy Hollow. Terrytown's wonderful. Um, oh, and we'll post some pictures, too, on the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club page. We'll post some pictures from our vacation there so you can see what we did. And where else did we go? We went to... 
Salem. Salem, yeah, Massachusetts. I, sorry, yeah, we I couldn't did. remember the name. Yeah, and what happened in Salem? It actually like what? What's it famous for? Um, the witch trials. Yeah, exactly. So I read about. Yeah, Al's got a book about it, and read about it, and, and we went on some tours, and we went to the old cemetery there, where none of the people who were killed in the witch trials were buried. They were buried in. Uh, very disrespectful, shallow graves. Horrible, tragic history. But we did go to the uh, Salem Witch Trials Memorial. And? Where they had, um, you know, little memorials to each person who was killed in the witch trials. Mm-hmm. So, well, not killed in the witch trials, just crushed. Well, I mean, that no was reason. part of the whole thing. It was part of the witch trials. He was crushed trying to get him to plead. Stones. Yeah, big stones, like slabs of granite. Uh, 750 pounds-ish uh, squashed him. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's horrible. So, And I said, don't put stones or anything on him. Yeah, Al got- left stones. We were, you know, he was collecting rocks down at the seashore there. Um, down in, like, the like uh, the maritime area. He, like, got a couple of pretty rocks and put them in the memorial. It was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, we had quite the vacation. Then we hung out at the ocean for a little while. Couple of creepy yes. things, some relaxing stuff, watched Sharknado. It was an eventful vacation. Yep. And we also buried rocks in the sand, me and mom. Oh, okay. Buried your treasure there at the ocean? Yep. Buried some giant rocks. Even a, a giant rock that was so big, I had to get it out of the way of the sand to make the hole. So if you are in Massachusetts at any point and you find a bunch of rocks in sand, maybe. Alistair buried them there. Hmm. Yep, but we're not going to give it away where it is. I also put some clues in places. I'm just, I'm not going further. I put clues. You'll never find them, listeners. Don't worry about it. So, uh, Alistair, anything else to say before we wrap up this episode on The Last Sharknado? No. No? Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I, we're, we're going to be, again, in the month of October this year, putting out a bunch of episodes, not just publicly, but also some stuff on Patreon as well. We've got some stuff already recorded for it. We're going crazy again this October. Halloween season is upon us. We're really excited. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that in the month of October. Big, big month for us. And, uh, yeah. Alistair, anything to add before you sign us out? Or no, wait, we got to do social media. Duh. Did you want to do the social media or you want me to do it? I'll do if I remember. If you can remember it? Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at? I don't know that one. Cadaver underscore cast. We're on Facebook at? I don't remember that one either. The Cadaver Cast Critters and Creeps Club. Cadaver Cast Critters and Creeps. Creators? Creators, yeah. The Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Look us up there. And if you want to send us an email, you can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com. And that's cadavercast one word. And if you want to support the show, you can, of course, support us by, you know, liking and rating us and leaving reviews of our show on iTunes or wherever you're able to rate and review us. Mm -hmm. Share it out. Help share the show. Spread the love. And also, you can support the show as a patron, if you want to become a patron, by going to... Patreon.wordslash.com <laughs> yeah, Oh, boy. No, not <laughs> so even close. So many dots. So many dots. Dot, dot, 
Patreon.com slash word salad. There you go. Patreon.com slash word salad. I thought the slash was a dot for some reason. I thought the slash was on my throat. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So you creepy little kid. You wanna you wanna sign us out here? Uh Uh-huh. You've been listening to another episode of Cadabcast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Do the shark. Do the shark. Do the shark.